Instagram Stories is quickly becoming a go-to marketing channel for some of the world's top brands like Nike, Starbucks, and NASA. One brand that rocks Instagram Stories is a media company called Bustle. With more than 1.4 million followers on Instagram alone, Bustle has so fully invested in Instagram Stories that it's a full-time job. Hannah Caldwell is an associate editor at Bustle, and she spends all day creating Instagram stories. She has some expert insights on how you too can create engaging Instagram stories that promote growth. It's fun for the Instagram stories to reflect a little bit more what our site might look like or what the experience you might have on our site It is reflected a little bit more in Instagram stories. I'm Haley Griffiths, and this is The Science of Social Media, a podcast by Buffer. Buffer is a simple way to manage your social media, including Instagram strategy. Let's kick things off with my chat with Hannah. Today, I have Hannah Caldwell with me. Hannah is the Associate Social Media Editor at Bustle, a media website by and for women delivering everything you want to know, see, and read. Hannah, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm very excited to chat with you. If you have never seen Bustle's Instagram account, it is amazing. They totally (laughs) draw me in with the colors and the photos. And that's all you, Hannah, isn't it? The Instagram stories is, it's not all me. It's all a team effort, (laughs) of course. But I am, that's my, that's my project. That's my domain. So that's amazing. Well, today we're going to dive into producing top-notch Instagram stories, which is, from what I understand, your main focus is stories and, and live content. Definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, we have a lot of social platforms, of course. We're a you know, millennial women's website. We've got to stay on top of it. But my focus is the Instagram stories, which is fun because it's so new. So it's, yeah. it's every day is a new adventure. <laughs> so how many stories do you put out in any given week? Um, I would say, I mean, it depends on the week, of course. We try to do usually definitely five, sometimes six a week. Um, So it's once a day. We try to space them out because it lasts for 24 hours. And we try to, we want each story to have its own lifespan. And so if it overlaps too much, it, it, you know, it overlaps. (laughs) (laughs) So um, yeah, we try to do once a day. We try to space them out and it's a pretty tight schedule that we keep. That's very cool. And so do you have a specific amount of uploads per story that you put in? I think that Bustle might lean towards more than the average company from what I yeah. remember. It's it's a mix. So so we have some stories that are produced um, like in the studio. It's, you know, two editors sitting in the studio. I'm filming it. I edit it. Um, it's more of a, a produced function. Um, all of those, the produce series, they can, sometimes they're 15 slides. I've had some, one of our series called Beauty Call, which is probably our most popular series, which is two editors, um, our deputy fashion beauty editor and our deputy editor multimedia. They, um, they just sort of like play with beauty stuff and teach different trends. And I've had some of those get up to 30 slides. Wow. Um, (laughs) It's long, but sometimes it's worth it. So, but then we also have some series that there's one that I produce occasionally when something comes to me, inspires me called Meme IRL. And then we also have some design stuff, which is usually listicles that we've taken off of the site. And then our amazing design team creates these beautiful slides for us. And we upload those and those, you know, are maybe 10 slides. So there's no formula for how long we want it to be. I wouldn't really want to post something longer than 
30 or like maybe 40 if it's really amazing. (laughs) But I mean, as a viewer, we've all seen accounts with Instagram stories that are insanely long and you just sort of tune out. You're like, I don't know if I can (laughs) take in any of this short form content. So So do you think that there is an ideal number of uploads per story in your experience? Um, I don't think that there is an ideal number. I think especially for us, all of our stories are so different from each other that it's more an ideal number per situation. Sometimes the shorter ones definitely perform higher as far as views go because it's much easier to have a completion rate when it's only five slides instead of 20 slides, of course. Um, But for some of the in-studio stuff where it's, you know, editors playing around or doing whatever, having discussions, we wouldn't want to cut it short. You know, it would, it would be a disservice to the content to just have a six slide thing. So I think, I think the variety works really well for us. Um, And we like to keep viewers on their toes a little bit. (laughs) I like it. It's so impressive to me that you have multiple stories where you could have up to 30 uploads. That's a, that's a lot of great content. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> I have all of these visions of you at the Bustle HQ, like you and the team walking around through all these super cool studios that are like just for Instagram stories, which oh is gosh. just amazing. I wish that were true. We are still very much a startup and we're all <laughs> sharing our space, sitting on top of each other, but we're scrappy and we make it happen. Okay. Thank you for correcting that, <laughs> that dream I have in my head. A vision in your head because that's, that's what I dream about too. So. <laughs> Can you walk me through the real process then? Not what I've come up with in my head, but how yeah. do you, how do you produce these, these really cool Instagram series at Bustle? Like how do you take an idea and turn it into a story for, for all of you on Instagram? Yeah. So, um, well, the, the way we start with all of them is, you know, okay, we want to launch a new series or here's this new series we want to launch. Um, what goes into it, you know, who's going to produce it. Most of the series are produced by me. A few of them are produced by our other editors. So, um, it's all the logistics that go into it. Who's going to be in it? When are we going to film? What's the schedule? Like, you know, all of the nitty gritty of just producing content. Um, and then once we have the idea nailed down and we have all of that, it's, For the in-studio ones, I work with the video team to get um, time in our video studio, and I get them to help me set up the studio a little bit since I am not a video-trained professional in any way, and I sort of got thrown into becoming a video producer when Instagram Stories launched, which has been very fun. Um, (laughs) But so, yeah, I mean, I go into the studio, and I have have this – it's not – crazy but it's a little bit of a makeshift setup because I film everything on my iPhone because it's the easiest way for me to get the dimensions you know it's a, it's a full camera it's an it's a 1080 by 1920 dimensions um so and I have like a mic that I plug in and I have my little iPhone tripod and I have the seamless you know the, the color backdrop and the table and all of that and the lighting and so it's it's half a sort of professional studio video producing setup and half me on my iPhone. <laughs> but I think that that sort of works for the energy of Instagram stories. Um, and then since Instagram stories, it has a 24 hour rule. We have to reformat the, the video files on the day that we're going to post them um, and create new video files basically so that Instagram stories recognizes the file. <laughs> Yeah, that's a great hack. Yeah, it's 
it definitely took a little bit of trial and error on my end. The first few weeks that Instagram stories was launched, I was like, okay, I can figure this out. Like I can play around with, you know, there's stuff on my computer, there's stuff on my phone. There's, there's all sorts of little, little tricks. Yeah, I love this. And you touched on so many good things here. One is that you don't have the time to do this every day. So you prepare in advance and have figured out a way to upload them later. And then the other one is that you use your iPhone and a tripod and a mic and that's a tripod and a mic. And that's actually very similar to what Brian, he's the other host of the podcast. He does all of our social at Buffer. He does something very similar when he makes our videos. He has like a tripod and a mic he ordered from Amazon to make his videos. So I think that what's cool here is that even though Bustle is this huge media company and you have these like beautifully well-produced Instagram stories, some of these these things can be picked up by anyone that has a business. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. I think that it's it's definitely time-consuming. You know, I am a full-time employee and this is pretty much my full-time commitment. It's definitely to produce as much content as we do. It's a big time commitment, but it is not difficult. The actual production of it is not difficult. Sometimes the, the logistics of it and the planning of it all is difficult, but I think truly anyone could film. It's not, you know, it's all on your phone. It's all, like I said, I have virtually no video experience and I've made it happen. So that's amazing. You can do it too. <laughs> <laughs> Words of inspiration. This is transferable <laughs> knowledge. And so you touched on something there. Bustle was one of the first that I noticed on Instagram stories and definitely regularly on Instagram stories. So I know you kicked it off right around that week and you were, you were already successful on Instagram as a company up until this point. So have you seen a difference between when you adopted Instagram stories in terms of the growth of your overall Instagram account? How has that helped grow your Instagram presence, if at all? Yeah. Um, our Instagram account has our, you know, main timeline account has been growing a lot over the last year. So it's been really fun for me to watch the Instagram just sort of explode. We hit a million followers in December, I believe, and we're already at 1.4. So it's really, it's really growing. And that's all on, um, Haley, my boss, our deputy social editor, and, you know, a lot of the upper management team is really into Instagram as well because it is such an amazing platform for brands to connect with their users. So we have always loved Instagram and and always found that to be a place to connect with people. And and I think I said this before that our main account is all memes. So it's, you know, silly little clips and pictures (laughs) of dogs and, and all this, you know, relatable content and stuff like that. But so what's really fun for us with Instagram stories is that it's a way to do something different because a lot of people follow us uh, that, that just like meme accounts that just like our memes. And that's wonderful. We welcome them, but they might not know that we're also this really cool women's publication, this media company on top of being a meme account. So it's fun for the Instagram stories to, to reflect a little bit more what our site might look like or what, the experience you might have on our site, it is reflected a little bit more in Instagram stories. Yeah, definitely. Well, I, I love both the account and the stories. So I think you're, I think you're doing really well there. And it's so cool to see. It's so cool to see that stories have helped push this forward on Instagram. I'd love to know what some of your more successful Instagram stories have been because you run multiple series. So is there like one series mm-hmm. that always does really well or, you know, I, I don't know. I'm curious. Yeah. Um, 
me personally, I think our best series and my favorite series is Beauty Call, which I talked about. It's like a little beauty um, trial and error. You know, they test out hacks. They play with new products. They, um, it's Kara and Roe. Kara's the beauty editor and Roe is not. <laughs> so it's Kara sort of teaching Roe, but also playing around. You know, she's, she's not a makeup artist. She's just someone who knows a lot about the industry and about beauty products and all of that. So it's, I think that, and they also are just very funny women and really entertaining to watch. And I have a beauty background. I'm a huge beauty lover. So I love watching that content. And it's also fun because they're my friends. <laughs> so it's that kind of stuff. And we definitely get, I beauty call is the stuff that we, of the, the series that we get the most responses of people just saying, look forward to this every Tuesday. I love Karen Rowe. Always brings a smile to my face. Thank you so much for producing all this stuff. So we don't measure success on metrics as much because it's hard to, you know, the, it's hard to know why people maybe didn't watch this series as much. Mm-hmm. I think completion rate is the only metric that I really trust. That's not the right word, but you know, some days the views are crazy high because we happen to be at the front of people's feed that day. You know, the way yeah. we, we have hypothesized that the way the algorithm works, it sometimes you're at the front, sometimes you're not. So we can't really judge views you know, we can't really use views as a way to measure success because we've posted episodes where I was like, this was so hilarious. This was my favorite episode, whatever. But, you know, the views on the first slide wasn't even high. So how could, if, if people didn't even open it, then how would they know that they wanted to watch it kind of thing? So, yeah, you know, it's not like where you can, you have the title and you have the, um, you know, the still of, of what the video is going to be like and people choose whether or not to watch it with Instagram stories all you see is that we have posted something. So it's, it's hard. It's, you know, we obviously, we, we measure metrics. We keep, you know, we have a spreadsheet of all of this sort of stuff that we keep note of, but we try to measure it just on what do we like? What do we want to watch? Do we think this is working? Are we getting good, you know, positive feedback from our viewers? Um, but it's, you know, as with anything, it's, <laughs> you just have to have to keep making it work and decide what you think is working and not working. Yeah. I love this. I love that you use a spreadsheet, first of all, and that you look for completion rate. Because as soon as you said that, I knew exactly what you meant because I look for that in like my own personal stories. Like how many people started watching this story versus how many finished watching this story. And on um, the personal account, it's way easier to be like, what did I do? <laughs> I know. I like <laughs> Why didn't you keep going through? Well, sometimes I think it's because of timing. Because personally, I think that you probably upload all of yours at the same time. So they're all available at the same time. Whereas on a personal account, I might upload like four space throughout the day. So like someone might just not catch it. Um, but that's really interesting. So is spreadsheet is the best the best method for you? Yeah, that's that's what we found. We have um, all of, you know, we have, the time, the date that we put it up, the time that we put it up, the title of it, of course, so that it's easier to find. Um, yeah, so we, we keep all of that. And, and Instagram is also, you know, they have some of their own metrics. So we, we keep track of that kind of stuff. But it's, you know, it's, it's a crapshoot most of the time, but it's always good to keep it up. And you can start to look for trends and hypothesize what's going on. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I just love that you use a spreadsheet because personally, a huge fan of spreadsheets, but I think that also a barrier to a lot of people in tracking is that they don't know what tool to use or they don't want to pay for a tool if they don't have a budget, which is totally fair. Like we don't pay to track any of this. Um, so a lot of the series that you put out and we've talked about a few of them, like you have, you have several different series, 
but they're only available on Instagram. So like your whole job is putting them only up on Instagram. Why do you think it's important to have that kind of unique content on Instagram? Is it Instagram as a network? Is it what people are looking for there? I'd love to dive into that one. Yeah, I think um, as a viewer, I really like unique content on the different platforms. I like when I go to Instagram stories and I see something different than what's on their Facebook live and I see something different than what's in their more produced videos and even on their site. Um, I don't want it to feel disconnected. I don't want it to feel like it's a different brand. Um, but I just think it's really fun to see its own content. And also all the platforms are so different. Like, yes, it is video content, but it is, you know, it's chopped up into slides of no more than 15 seconds. You can put text over it. Each slide, you can put stickers, you can doodle on it. You can tag people. You can link to swipe up to different articles, you know, either on our site or elsewhere. And, and so it, it's not just video content, it becomes so much more. And so I think that, that repurposing, you know, just taking content from somewhere else and putting it onto Instagram, it, it waters down what you're able to do on Instagram stories. Yeah, I love that. And also it, the formatting is quite, is quite different. So on YouTube versus Instagram, totally it's going to look different. So it, it definitely makes sense in this sense to record for Instagram specifically. And we've talked about, again, lots of the different series. And before we chatted, you had mentioned that some series, they stick and others leave. So you're always rotating through the different content that you have. Do you think that's an important part of Instagram stories that there's always something different coming up on there? Yeah, so we like to rotate through series just because we don't want it to get stale. And and of course, it's silly to say that something could get stale after only six months of existing as a platform. But that's just the nature of, of social media. The nature of the internet is that things come and go really quickly. So we have had some series that we started in August and we still run. Um, Beauty Call and Wake Up With Bustle, I believe, both started in August pretty soon after the launch of Instagram stories and they're still going. They're some of two of our favorite series for sure. We have no plan of, of retiring them or anything. And, you know, we also have a lot of like one-off stuff, you know, well, if we have a celeb interview, we can put that up if we have, but we try to make sure it's formatted in a sort of interesting way. It's not just recording. So we'll have design, create little title card for us and, and question cards, and then we'll, we'll intersperse them. So we do that. And I, um, me and one of my coworkers went to the White House for Michelle Obama's final um, address as First Lady, which was incredible. That's amazing. Um, so we had an Instagram story from that day and, and all this kind of stuff. So we, you know, we, we like to have the, the stability of the, the series that people recognize and they keep coming back for. And I think that because people keep coming back for those, they're going to continue watching the other stuff too. So when we throw a, a one-off something in, people will watch that and they're like, oh, this is also cool. <laughs> you know, it's no one goes anywhere for only one type of content, I think, because yeah. it's boring now. <laughs> <laughs> people expect rotation. I love yeah. it. And you even mentioned having design throw up um, that first image for you. I want to quickly mention, because I know this is what Brian does on our team. He uses Canva and he puts in the size dimensions that you might need on Instagram and anyone can sign up for a Canva account for free. And it's like drag and drop, super easy to use. So cool. Awesome. You touched on this super quickly. Do you mind if I ask what the main goal is for your Instagram stories? If it's not traffic, which is totally fine if you don't have an answer for that one. Um, I would say the main goal is producing content that we want to be watching. And that's 
that's something that's true of, of bustle overall is that we are the demo for the most part, we're all millennial women and that's what the site is for. And so we want to produce content that we like and that we would watch and that we would find entertaining, but also a huge thing of our brand is service and, and helping people learn things. But I mean, as far as the goal of Instagram stories, I think it's, it's just having a, a direct link to the viewers because they, they do respond to our messages. And a lot of our, intro, our outros will have a call to action. That's like, what do you want? What do you want the beauty callers to look at next week? What do you want Sierra to DIY next week? What, you know, where, what do you think about this? Whatever. So they'll respond to it and we respond to them. And it's, it's really fun to, to, to be able to, to interact with the viewers in that regard. Um, yeah, I don't know if I have a good answer. It makes you get all existential of like, what's the goal of any of this? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. No, well, it's what's this relates back to in December, we did a study on social media and this is like a little off topic, but the study talks about how people are looking for more one-to-one interaction on social media and not as much many-to-one anymore. So they're looking for brands that they can actually speak to. So it's very powerful to me that you take the time to like make sure that you get these messages from people. And like Instagram is a really good example of a platform where you're one to many in the sense of like your story goes to many people, but at the same time, there's always that send message button at the bottom. So people can reach out individually if they'd like to. And it's great to have that option. And responding to messages is honestly one of my favorite things. And it's so weird, but I love going through and seeing the people who are asking us questions or, or giving us tips for what we could do next week or just saying, I love you guys. Thank you. And I always just say like, I always respond if it's something kind, you know, thank you so much for watching heart emoji, whatever. It's nothing complicated, but, and a lot of times they'll respond and say, Oh my gosh, thank you so much for responding. I love bustle. I love your stories. I love all of this. And that as a, as a content producer, as someone who's making this is like amazing. There's nothing better than being like, oh, people are watching this. People care about this. People like this. So it's very, very fun to to have that that aspect. Yeah. I love that. I think you're doing it the right way. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you think, regardless of industry size or like size of company, the core of an Instagram story, what makes a good Instagram story? Like no matter if you are in the bustle studios or, you know, if I'm in walking around Toronto. Right. yeah, I, th- I, I think I've touched on these before, but it, it's, I think the best place to start always, and we start with this no matter what, is, is thinking about the message of your company. If it's an editorial company, it's easier. If it's a, a, an alternate brand, maybe you have to brainstorm a little more. But as, you know, as I said, for us, it's about keeping it about service, having, having something to be learned about it. We like to keep a really broad array of subjects. You know, on our site, we have entertainment, lifestyle, news, fashion, beauty, and books, verticals. We have all six of those verticals. And so those are all equally important to our brand. So we try to have all of them uh, represented in some way, some less than others, of course. But, um, and then we always like to, to, we never want to seem like we're higher than you or better than you. We never want to seem like we know things and you don't. So we're going to tell you what's right and what to do. We want to seem like your friend. We want to talk to you. We want to to be on your level and, and with a platform like Instagram stories that becomes much easier because it's a, a less produced usually kind of place. And that transitions into my next <laughs> tip to making a good Instagram story, no matter who or what you are. But I think 
and I definitely touched on this, but you have to think about the platform. You have to remember what it allows you to do and what it doesn't allow you to do. So if you can only get 15 second clips, create something that, that is communicated to your audience through 15 second clips, like well, and <laughs> effectively, um, you know, you can put text over it, but there's also video, you can do boomerangs, you can doodle on it, you can put stickers, you can link to articles, you can tag people. So think about all of those things and how, and not every story has to incorporate every single thing. Of course, that would be a little overwhelming as a viewer, but how can you use the platform to the best of its ability? Because what's the point of using it if you're not? Definitely. Definitely. Those are all really good tips. I'm going to touch on this last question, a little bit more controversy. What are your thoughts about Instagram stories versus Snapchat stories? Yes. And in particular for businesses, because Bustle yeah. is at the end of the day, you're a company, you're a business going to consumers. So like, what are your thoughts on, on that? It's like almost a war. I feel I weird bringing it's it up. crazy. People like don't like to talk about it really. <laughs> it becomes such a hot topic. Um, I am team Instagram stories all the way. Um, for a number of reasons. Clearly. <laughs> do, yeah, clearly. It's my life. Um, I do, I still watch in Snapchat stories because a lot of my friends are still on it. I still, I hardly ever post on Snapchat though. I post way more on, on Instagram. Um, those are all my personal reasons. But as a brand and I think as, you know, as a business, when Instagram stories launched, well, right when it launched, I freaked out. I was like, what's happening? What's my job now? Where am I? What am I supposed to do? <laughs> but then the next day we were like, just kidding, we'll figure it out. Um, you know, for us, we already had a large following and engaged following on Instagram. So it's so, you know, of course we would produce, our Snapchat had a way shorter, follow, smaller following and we were trying to build it up, but it's really hard to get people to follow you on Snapchat. Also, I just think Snapchat has never felt right for brands. I think that you go on and you want to see your friends doing all the silly stuff and all of the brands were doing it. And as were we, and we actually still are on Snapchat a little bit. We dabble, <laughs> um, but it's just, it just doesn't feel quite right. There's just something, you know, you go to Instagram for your friends, but also for the brands that you like, I follow probably more brands than I do human people that I know. I think I um, do too. Yeah, which is I've never thought about before. <laughs> I'm with the I'm clearly on the same side as you in Instagram v Snapchat. I was actually quite excited when Instagram stories came out. I didn't use it at first, but I was just like, oh, it's so much easier to have it all in one place for me. I also like that streamlined version, but that's a very good point. Like the people that I have on Snapchat are people. They're like, like my dad is on Snapchat. My brother's on Snapchat. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I love that my dad's on Snapchat. And like, you know, I, I'm talking to family and friends and colleagues on Snapchat. And it was always kind of weird to look at businesses for mm -hmm. sure. Um, but whereas on Instagram, definitely. You're, you're totally right that that's it's like a more natural feel to have businesses yeah. there. But I think Instagram is also set up for more success with businesses like the fact that they Instagram has um, verified profiles or like they will suggest profiles to people. And that that goes a long way in finding an audience as well. And the explore page and they have way more metrics and all of that. You know, it's just yeah, it's easier. It's way easier. I agree. Well, thank you for getting into the weeds of, of that one with me. <laughs> Awesome. Well, this has been, it's been amazing chatting with you, Hannah. I'd love to end the podcast. You've given us so many, so many tips and tricks and hacks. So I feel bad asking for more, but we always end with 
three quick social media takeaways. I'm wondering if you happen to have three Instagram stories lessons that you've learned that you'd be able to share with everyone. I'm going to sound a little bit like a broken record on some of these, but I think they're important. My first one was think about what you like to watch because if, or if you're not the demo of your, of the brand that you're trying to reach, talk to people who are, um, make sure it feels native to the platform. Like I said, I always use my phone to film. I do all the editing on my phone and all of that. And I am not a video producer, so it feels <laughs> organic to the platform still and let it change and grow as the platform changes and grows. It's, it's a new thing. They're launching new features all the time, which is amazing. And so move and change with them and, and adapt adapt to the changing landscape that we're all a part of. Those are all great. Thank you so much, Hannah, again, for joining us today. I think this has just been super in-depth in Instagram stories. It's very on point with what people are doing in their marketing right now. So I think this is going to be a lot of value to everyone. Fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the Science of Social Media with our guest, Hannah Caldwell. And a huge thanks to Hannah for taking us behind the scenes with Bustle and their crazy cool Instagram story strategy. You can say hello to Hannah and her team on Twitter and Instagram as at Bustle. Brian and I are both always super happy to hear from you on social media too. It seriously makes our day. So feel free to reach out on Twitter and use the hashtag buffer podcast. My handle is Haley Marie. That's H A I L L E Y M A R I. And we would be super happy to continue the conversation there. I'd love to quickly mention that your ratings and reviews are very helpful in the growth of our show. If you've enjoyed our episode today, we'd greatly appreciate it if you'd be up for leaving a quick rating and review for us on iTunes. And if you'd like to hear more episodes like this about the very best in social media marketing, you can find the science of social media on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. And all of our show notes for this episode are at buffer.com slash podcast. Until next time, thank you so much for listening and happy Instagramming.